Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 31st day, last day of March here, uh, 2024. Uh, got Carlos Madden, New Yorker Chavez, coming in here somewhere, sometime or another. Maybe he went to the Mets game. I don't know. Either way, going to talk about this um, Austin Reeves. I want to ask him what's he think about Austin Reeves. Is he going to be like a James Harden type and turn into a star, or is he going to be like a Jeremy Lin type of guy? He's getting a lot of buzz. Actually, Chris Maddox said with uh, Sports Illustrated, he thinks that the Lakers can go to the NBA Finals. Uh, also, the Jets are now the longest playoff drought team, 12 years. They have the longest in all of major sports. We'll see if uh, does he think they can get back here. I'll break that down either way. Uh, we'll go ahead and get our first and only break out of the way, and we'll hit the ground running here on Sports Scope. Hello, SportsCo followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign, and SportsCo. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports, that is sports with an S, another S, scope, S-K-O-P-E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. All righty then, I'm back here live on all links here, and uh, Carlos hasn't made it up yet. So anyways... So the uh, Sacramento Kings. Oh, there he is. Hey, man, how's it going? Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? Good to see you, good to see you. Okay. Happy Friday. I was just about to make this big announcement here. <laughs> Not really an announcement. <laughs> well, but... you getting married? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> now I've won the Powerball and taken SportsScope to a new level. No, kidding. Um, I was going to say, yo, dang, son. Give me some <laughs> No, so the Sacramento Kings, kudos to the Kings. They have snapped a, a playoff Skip. appearance. I want to say, was it 15, 16 years? I want to say since 2006 or maybe even longer. Since we've been in college, son. <laughs> since we've been back in college, yeah. Yeah, we were talking. I'll talk about those teams all the time. I think that they would have fared better in today's market, in today's NBA with the three-point shooting and that 2002-2003 Paige Stoakovich-led team with Mike Bibby and everybody, Chris Weber. So, <laughs> and of course, the media, you know, I don't know if they're trolling. They're just reporting what's going on, okay, that the New York Jets are the only team that's got the – they're the team with the longest playoff drought. And all of uh, the four major sports in America, hockey, NBA, MLB, 12 years. Now, 12, I don't know what, if that's right. 12 years? Well, yeah. Well, uh, may, maybe a little bit longer. I have to go back and check. Then then they they went to they went to the playoffs with Mark Sanchez and they lost. Yeah. And I it may have been a little bit longer than 12 years. I'll have to go back and see. But it's the Jets right now that are currently, and my, my question to you is, do you think they're going to go to the playoffs next year? When do you think they'll be back in the in the playoff hunt? Mm, man, that's a that's not a question to ask me. That's a question to ask their coach and their management, man. Um, <laughs> but to be honest, you know, they have a lot of potential. They have a lot of speed. Their yeah. defense is great. Their offense is what needs to be turned over a little bit. Um you have to be able to score points, protect your quarterback, and run the ball. And I don't know if they'll be able to hit all three faucets, you know, with some of the things that they've done lately. Um, so playoffs, maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, but further than the first round, right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, because you, you have to also understand that um, 
you know, if we bring in a guy like if Aaron Rodgers, for instance, um, he's going to win you two or three more games just to get into the playoffs. Yeah. But it's not going to be up to him to to get you through the playoffs, right? That means that he's got you there. So what are you going to put into in return? And that that right now, uh, Salah's working on because he he knows that defense wins the games, right? Yeah. But again, this is a new type of football, so you might have a great defense, but if you don't score points, or like I mentioned all the time, if your defense doesn't score points, like your defense can't just get you, you know, close to the goal line. Like if a defense doesn't score one, <laughs> points, you're not you're not gonna get far, right? So you had to have make sure that and they and they have um they have a, a, a nice young cornerback that can probably get you a couple interceptions and maybe get you a a, a, a six points here and there, you know, once in a while. Um, I think he can. Um, he has the opportunity to do that. Um, and, but, you know, he can't just be the only one. You know, he can't be our saving grace. Right, like, right. Right? Like, you need a you need a defensive back. Uh, you need a um, linebacker uh, or, or, a, or a defensive end or somebody to p- put pressure, cause some fumbles, and, and, and get some points that way, too. You can't just be like, oh, our D-back's going to – you know, keep us keep the other team from going above us and, and you know, and getting our wide receivers. But he's just one player, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. So if you're yeah. holding – I think they can go to the – I mean, uh, first of all, I think they're going to end up getting Rodgers. You know, uh, you, you look at – you know, uh, you look at the uh, owner here. He's saying, you know, yeah, we are anxious to get going. Uh, we're a little anxious, but I'm patient. Uh this is what he says. Woody Johnson, this was at the owner's meeting. Uh, he says, I-, I think we're anxious, but nobody, I don't think anybody's hyperventilating. It's kind of like talking out of both sides of his mouth. But the, the news came out this week that they do not want, uh, the Jets are okay with not, or the Packers are okay with not taking that 13th overall pick to get this thing done. Obviously we're sitting here on the 31st. It hasn't got done yet, but you know, something, the truth of the matter is like you said, this team is very, they're a lot closer than after everything settles down, you start getting ticked off about losing the game. This team was seven and 10 last year and they could have very well been 10 and seven, maybe 11 and six. I mean, you probably remember some of these games. If I bring them up, like Robert, uh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. try to sound like I'm, I'm, you know, messed up, you know, and, and high yeah. on anything. But I, I, I firmly believe that had the Giants not had that better defense this year, yeah, they would have had the same record the Jets had ended with. And what I'm going to go out, yeah, and I'm going to go and say, and I'm going to limit and say that the Jets will have a better record than the Giants next season. How about that? The Jets will have a better record than the Giants, yeah. no matter if they do get. Rodgers or not? Yeah, it don't matter. It don't matter who's running the ball, who ha, who's the, who the quarterback is. They had three quarterbacks last year, man. I'm talking about the Giants. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know but I'm just looking at the Jets, and I mean, maybe that's a good point there. I mean, they they lost to Detroit twenty to seventeen. I mean, right. that, that could go either way. Yeah, and here's the thing with the Giants games: they were winning games. They won five games, and and they weren't even scoring more than twenty one points. Yeah. So you a lot you, of flute games, right? So if you, can't, if you cannot score more than twenty-seven points, you will not be a team that will be successful in the playoffs. Yeah, you got to be able to score twenty-seven to thirty. Remember, I, I keep saying that. Remember, and people are like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." I'm like, "You, yeah, winning a game in the NFL and and having a good record it means a lot." But you know what also means a lot? You are who you you know you are what they say you are. And like, if you can't score touchdowns, you you're not gonna get far. Yeah. I mean, the Jets lost like ten to three, right? To New England. <laughs> Who would have thought in twenty twenty two, last year, that you're still losing games like that? But that tells you how bad the quarterback play was. Well, and, and let's let's take and that it was back. to New England. Their quarterback play was terrible too. They had two defensive guys calling the game. Let's take it back to um, last season, and for the last maybe three or four seasons, has been very terrible football. Anyways, I mean. You know, we had yeah. long games and the Thursday games or last season, most of almost every Thursday game was terrible. Even though if you looked at the TV schedule, you're like, okay, we're going to get a decent game today. And then it was like, the play was just horrific. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, as Amazon was featuring like terrible games, you know, 
It felt and it now felt, they're talking about flexing these games out uh, and having two Thursday games. What's your thoughts on that? So you so you gotta you gotta pick to watch the work the, the you know the well they'll flex out teams that are going to be good because the 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 uh, ratings are so bad. But hey, t- some people can't afford Amazon right now. You know, it's sixteen dollars a month, and that's sixteen dollars you don't have. You know. Well, then who's going to pay for that? So that, then that's what you got to add on to the YouTube ch- YouTube channel package. Yeah, that they're or whatever. Gonna, yeah, for the NFL package. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've had it, but it, it, I mean, it's okay. I guess it's just, uh, I don't, I don't think they should uh, flex these games like that. I mean, you could tell the tire that the players look fatigued, man. Uh, just not a big fan of those Thursday games. I mean, they're okay, but but there was fatigued on Sunday and Saturday games too, man. Well, Saturday, I, mean, I, I don't really could. I couldn't tell the fatigue on Saturday. You know how I always judge it by the explosiveness of the running backs. You could tell when when both teams are fresh when the running backs are popping off that line of scrimmage. But it's yeah. kind of just the not you know, unless they're really young rookie guys and it's early in the season. You, you know? know, I saw a lot of. Like explosiveness in the third or fourth quarters of some teams that had the better running backs and the better O lines. Like I saw a lot of that. Um, you know, that they were trying to get in a rhythm, they're trying to get in the game. Um, I saw I saw like preseason games during the regular season for like eight weeks. Yeah. And that's yeah, there was some matter. bad football last year. It, it didn't was matter that, if it was on Monday, Thursday, Sunday. Or in your dreams, it was just yeah. terrible. Like, you know, and we're and we're all like hoping, okay, you know, the, this is gonna be a great matchup. And we, you know, all the commentators and in the media, we're all blowing it up. Like, all right, <laughs> let's, you know, you, I, I don't, I don't think I've had maybe one or two seasons where even my fantasy league look was like horrific, and it was like you couldn't find a backup wide receiver that would get you sixty yards. Yeah, like. Come on, man. Like, you know, like it was bad, man. It, and so when people are like, oh, well, if Aaron Rodgers becomes a quarterback, okay, fine. Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. He's going to, they're going to win two more games, maybe three. Um, and maybe, maybe they have a, yeah, I, I would bank on them. If Rodgers is their quarterback and it's not, they don't come in the middle of the season, I would bank on them getting to the playoffs. And the defense is too good this year. That, I mean that that that's a good team right there. They just need that quarterback, and I don't, I, you know, I, I I feel like this is gonna all just kind of blow up again. And next season we'll probably be looking at a new coach. <laughs> well, we, some, it, well, something has something has to give for the Jets to understand that no matter who you handing the ball off or who it is handing the ball off, you do have to have a coordinator who understands the game and knows what they're doing there. And they haven't had that in like four seasons, so. You know, what's the, that record that you talked about? You yeah, know, seven and ten. Oh, uh, no, the the playoff record. That's probably going to continue into the, the longest streak. Yeah, this probably going to continue if this owner doesn't think about putting somebody who knows about football back there and in and, and, and the, and the coaching spot of uh, in, in the off, as an offensive coordinator. I mean, come on, man. Right, right. Now, we, now there was a there was a, a miss, you know, before LaFleur. There was 12 a, years. I was right. It's 12 years. Before the incident um, that happened with that coach, God bless his soul, like you know, and the bike accident, he was actually a gr- he was actually a good coach. He was he was he went to the Super Bowl a few times with different teams. He you know he had a a great record. Who was that? Who who had a bike accident? I misunderstood. The bike accident that happened for the 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 first coach that the Jets had that was supposed to come in as a coordinator with Sala. I can't remember his name. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was he was actually he was the truth, right? He was uh, he you know he, he would have been. The, he would have been the one to help this team more than what Lafleur did, but I mean, they need to find somebody like that. You know, somebody who has who's been oh, in the league. Died in July. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. died. He died right, right. Greg, Greg Knapp. There you go. That's his name. I couldn't remember his yeah. name. I didn't want to say the wrong name. So, man. Yeah, if you look at his record, if you look at uh, his accomplishments, his resume, you know, he he's a man. Like he he. You could see why Salah wanted him on this as an office as his head OC. But well, they they brought in the former coordinator 
you know, that, that's worked with uh, Rodgers, you know. That's and, the thing, man. That's like you went from LaFleur to LaFleur 2.0. Like, <laughs> who who would you rather have them in if you had your choice? Hey, pick pick somebody like, you know what? I wouldn't even mind what, what, what what's his name to come back, Garrett, to come back as a coordinator. I mean, as long as Jason you don't Garrett? have Garrett, yeah, as long as you don't have to, you know, play, put any pads on him, he'll be all right. Like, <laughs> Just somebody with experience. Well, he's a mad New Yorker. You know what I'm saying? Just somebody with experience and who's been to the big game, you know? Somebody can walk in and look at a rookie quarterback and be like, listen, we are going to give you the ball to throw, so find a guy and throw it to him. Don't just yeah. throw it to throw it. Like, you, you can't say those kind of things to, 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 your, to your, you know, QB or just be like, listen, those DBs got you. They locked into your, to your to, you know, they've been watching film on you. Just run. We're going to run the ball and – you do the best you can to get the heck out of the way because you know you only got two good guards there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those are small things that you could do. And, and it doesn't, you know, it's okay to tell somebody, hey, you know, you got to protect yourself, you know? Like, don't just let them out there to the wolves and stuff, man. Yeah. You said it. The Jets had three quarterbacks. So that means that they had one offensive coordinator that didn't know how to handle one quarterback, two quarterbacks, yeah. or the third quarterback. Well, Flacco – Flacco's just washed up. Yeah, man. but I mean, like, at least he can hand the ball out to a running back. Like, that don't take no experience. You tell me, you tell me that you could play football for like seven yeah. plus years and you can't hand the ball off. That's true. Even Boomer Sison did did better than this guy did, and he was he was almost he was almost past. His if they made a trade hypothetically for Ron Tannehill, could you see this team in the playoffs oh, next God. year? I mean, it's not that right again. Ryan Tannehill isn't the problem. The problem is to get Ryan Tannehill to use his skills to the best of his ability. Does he want to – would he want to play quarterback for the New York Jets? Because if he don't want to be in New York, he yeah. definitely ain't going to want to play quarterback. He's very – Ryan Tannehill is a okay good to good quarterback if yeah. he wants to be, Right. Um, you, you're talking about a, a, a quarterback that was able to carry the Titans without Henry and was almost an MVP candidate for like yeah. six football games within the, in the last uh, two seasons ago, right? And and then yeah. he went into the playoffs and was looking around, saw all the weapons that he had, didn't know what to do, didn't even take it upon himself to run the ball when he needed to, and, and they lost, right? It wasn't people like, oh, Henry should have did this. and No, Ryan Tannehill should have been a quarterback. Yeah. See, I, that's why I think they, they couldn't make the play. I don't, I don't know about going far in the playoffs, but I do think that they couldn't make the play. Now, I, that being look, said, everybody I, looks like a contender in the East then if that happens. No, <laughs> Miami right now on paper looks like the best shot to, to win money, but it just takes one bad, one bad injury for that team because they're not deep enough, right? Right now, all yeah. everything they show and for show on paper looks good, but when you look on the you know on the back pages and who's backing up who, you know that's where it gets kind of risky if you if you if you're betting on the season. Um, Do you think Rodgers is going to get done? Do you think this deal is going to get done? I, I can't. I'm not going to sit here and and say that that's not going to happen or that's going to oh, happen okay. because at the end of the day, in New York, things happen for a reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if the contract gets done fine. The money was there. He was able to – the Green Bay was able to find $64 million somehow or another. You know, maybe the tooth fairy left it underneath the pillow or whatever. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's hard to say now because it keeps dragging on. The longer things drag on, the, the further away reality of – the reality of, of you know – This thing happening, yeah. Rogers coming to New York is so um, – and then you, you got the whole thing with Lamar, and he's throwing – you know, he's throwing little daggers here and there everywhere and, you know – even the Jets are like, well, we can maybe switch over and get him. And and, and so when you start thinking like that and you don't have, like, a, sh- a surefireness. Now, they're going to have to give up the first round for Lamar. That that right. would be the thing. But you turn around and you gain, like, five to six years of youth. Yeah. With, with Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, well, yeah, probably even though he's a lot younger with the way he runs – I don't well, know if not, he's gonna make it to thirty with his. Yeah, well, you're not gonna tell Lamar. You you you're not gonna tell him to be like, hey, you know, like go. We we expecting a thousand yards from you. No, you're gonna be like, listen, we're we need you to just run the run the gamut, and if you have to run, fine, but don't run if you don't need to, right? And yeah. I I think that he's never had a coach tell him that, and until unless 
like since Louisville. In Louisville, he had a coach that was like, listen, yeah, this is the plan, and the, the holes are there for you to run. And then right. but I want you to throw it, you know, first to third down to third down. The second, you know, when it's a third and you, and you got two yards, go ahead and run it. Like he had a guy that was there and, and told him, hey, you can use your legs, but you, you don't have to live on your legs. In Louisville, he he had like one of the right. highest completion and 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 some of the highest yards in, in, in all of college football. Bobby Petrino. I had to look it up yeah. real quick. Yeah. Petrino is a, is a kind of a shaky, shady guy. But he is really good with, with quarterbacks. So that's why I think A and M is going to—they're going to bounce back next year. They're going to be a force in the SEC West in the college game. Um, yeah, yeah I, tell you, I don't know what's going on with with Lamar. If you're Lamar, what do you do? That—that's a good transition. That's a good transition. Well, I would—I would definitely look for a team that has an O line first okay. and foremost, because you—you're Lamar. You can pick almost any team you want to end up on. So you pick a team that has that's that's a deep O line that's young, and you know and vivacious, and then you you find maybe a team that has a, a decent running back and a, at least one good wide receiver, right? So yeah. you know he might end up in, he might end up in Detroit at the end of the day. You know, like yeah, who knows? You so know? if you're if you're Detroit if you're if you're just in Lamar's body and you are Lamar Jackson right now, would that be the team you would try to get yourself to? Would be Detroit. A team like Detroit or an up-and-coming team. Because um, the thing is, with the coach in there, you're getting – you. he's building a culture there. And he, he let go of a few coaches here and there because they, they moved on because they they were doing well. So, but uh, – Yeah, Petrino's about Petrino, Pickles. That is true. But he's a good coach. Lousy person. He, he, got, he got him to play out. Yeah. Half of the quarterbacks that came out of that year and got him a high draft pick, so he was yeah a, he did. So and they really wasn't that talented. No, remember that guy from Arkansas? He was like six foot seven, but man, he was a stick man back there. He the the Patriots end up picking him up. Yeah, that that that's a good point. Maybe Atlanta. If if I'm Lamar, I'm thinking Detroit, Atlanta. Pretty good, pretty good offensive minded head coaches. Got um, some weapons. Got some young talent. Got some money. Even a team like Houston, you know, he ain't going to win much in the first two years. But if he's there yeah. for the long haul, Houston, Houston you know. Um, You're going to play under D'Amico Ryan's an unproven head coach, though. Yeah, that's, a, you know, you don't, you know, I bet he'd probably be there longer than Pickles D'Amico just Ryan's. says, I, I just hire an agent. Yeah, that, that's what I do, Pickles. <laughs> he got an agent, Pickles. He got an I, agent. I would try to, you know, let tell – John Harbaugh, but let's let be bygones, be bygones, and let let's do that three year one thirty three. Well, well, here's here's a question: and play let's, under Todd Munkin. Let's flip it. What NFL team would like Lamar on on their team? How about that? Yeah, yeah, and, and see something like that. And obviously, nobody's really reached out because they're you, thinking you know, like I'm, I am. I'm gonna tell you why. Because. Ninety percent of the freaking NFL is playing that is playing that playbook, the Shanahan system that doesn't really <laughs> doesn't, it does it doesn't it doesn't work for yeah. him, man. It's not a style that he can kind of just slide into. Yeah, it, it's a good question. That that that's a good question. If I'm an organization, um, the thing is, Baltimore's probably the best place yeah. for him. Uh, maybe. You know what? Possibly the commanders, with with Ooh. what they've got. But yeah, uh, but I'm thinking about Rivera, and he he just don't want to deal with Lamar because I think he thought that oh, he Cam dealt with Cam Newton injured. He dealt with Cam Newton, so he not, he don't yeah, want. Yeah, he's taking a running quarterback. We had yeah. to deal with injuries. Plus, so that's what I'm thinking. Um, what? If on. I'm Atlanta, I could probably make it happen. I could probably because I, I trust Arthur Smith to scheme up some stuff, but Lamar's got to learn how to pass people, throw people open, man. And you, you got thirty-two teams that don't up. want this MVP candidate. That's something, something's something messed up. Well, because well, that because, was because too, because ninety percent of them play a a a, a book, a just terrible playbook, man. That's, it is what it is, man. You can't you you want to argue that we can argue that all day and I'll be like okay fine then what you know if you it, know if John it, if it was, uh, he made a good point he said you know the the uh, 
the uh, offensive coordinator that was with the Ravens, he did get fired from Buffalo. And, you know? and how's Buffalo doing now? They still Buffalo been doing well. The same they they moved off ninety five, man. Stuff, but Buffalo been doing the same thing since nineteen ninety five. They ain't gonna change, man. <laughs> well, they haven't been doing the hurry up offense with Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas, but uh, quite a few few uh, coaches ago. And look, they they got rid of that running back. They got rid of rid of Singletary as if he was a problem. And then Singletary got a decent got a decent. Greg contract. Roman, okay, yeah. So so Roman. I think I think Roman should have opened it up a little bit for him. I, I'm, I'm trying to think if he could have did anything to help Lamar. But he, they just should have opened up the passing game and said, listen, you've got to learn to throw guys open in the slant. You have to learn that, man. And if you don't know it now, you got to work on it day and night to get that down. He's got a lot of stuff down. He's got the play fake down. He's, How many- got, he's got pocket awareness. How many you know, top, how many times while Lamar was playing had the Ravens had a top a top five or a top ten wide receiver? Yeah, they and I can give you that because they haven't had they've had problems uh, finding good receipt. They've had problems drafting receivers even before he was there. So I'll give him the people that say that they don't bring in good receivers. I can you can give them that because those are facts. And then uh, uh, they and have then, acquired good receivers. Uh, Anquan Bolden, Derek yeah, Anquan Bolden was on the down. Yeah, but they won a Super Bowl with him, you know. And Derek Mason, he he was a third down guy. I, I hated it when Tennessee lost Derek Mason to free agency. Yeah, but he wasn't. Uh, with, he wasn't with Lamar. No, 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 no. Uh, they, 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 you know, obviously they got Andrews. They have Hollywood I think Hollywood Brown. Brown. He showed his talent with Kyler Murray. It's just that Jackson's very fortunate to be where he's at. That's my thing. I don't think he sees that. Uh, he was a guy. Remember, Bill Polian thought he was a receiver coming out of college. He didn't think he was going to. He would even draft him as a quarterback. And he proved a lot of people wrong. Bill, but Bill Paul, he, never, Bill he hasn't Polian. grown since that year two. Is my point. Bill, he hasn't Bill, developed as a passer since year two. Bill Polian. He's the guy that uh, I, know, I know. He is. He, oh, okay. Bill Polian is an old school GM mentality, and he like what what I say about that is that if he if he sees that somebody has potential and talent, and he hears about it, and he's like, well, you know, if they don't change, then they're not going to be a quarterback. They'll be a wide receiver, <laughs> and, and 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 it was like ninety percent of people he chose that should be wide receivers were ex quarterbacks anyways. Remember he even, he was saying stuff that, um, uh, uh, Cordell Stewart should have been slash. He should have just been a wide receiver. He shouldn't, he's, you know, he's not a good quarterback. And then Cordell Stewart goes ahead and has one of the biggest, you know, he was okay. No, no, but he was a couple games where he, he busted some, some records for Pittsburgh. Right. Um, and he, I was, I'm not gonna say he was the best quarterback for Pittsburgh. I, I'm not saying it, but all I'm saying is like <laughs> Bill Polian is like he, he's not gonna be. A I think he had one good season, man. Yeah, Let's not but, get crazy there. Okay, but so has this one guy, and he just signed a huge contract. Who's that? The guy who just who played for the for the Jets for like three seasons, and then the Giants. Well, what's his name? Um, can't think of his name. Once he left New York, I, I, I was like, all right, good. Um, he played for the Jets and the Giants. Yeah. He's a quarterback? Yeah, for Seattle. What's his name? Oh. Oh. Wow. Pickles, who who we talk about here? (laughs) I can't remember his name. He just got signed by Seattle. Oh, Geno. Geno Smith, yeah. See, that's here's my thing. If I'm talking to Lamar, I'm saying there is a a, there is a, a still a possibility that you could still grow. This is what I tell any quarterback. I say you're never too old to grow, but you have to realize that you need to grow. You know, don't be stubborn. Realize that you need to grow. Rich Gannon, Rich Gannon made it late. I mean, he he transferred transpired late in his career, 29, 30. Uh, I think that came up about Geno Smith. He was one of the oldest quarterbacks to ever make it for the first time Pro Bowl quarterbacks, like post 30 as an alternate. The other one was Rich Gannon, you know? 
look, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you, and I, I don't think they're an exact good comparison, but I they are running. Well, Gannon had, had a you know much more. Pick, pick, Pickle says Hasselback. Yeah, I thought Hasselback was a total just wash. He ends up getting to the Super Bowl. Listen, with I'm, the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ironically, he was, yeah, he was with the Green Bay Packers. Um, yeah, listen, but he was he was a good example though of a guy that. You know, I didn't think Hasselbeck was nothing out of college. Do you remember Randall Cunningham? Yeah. What happened when he left the Eagles? Oh, I don't know. Remember? Uh, he went no way. He went to Minnesota. He, exactly. He went to yeah. Minnesota, and then he had a pretty couple good decent seasons with Minnesota. Assist, the right system for you, and that's the thing that people don't see. And, and which is why thirty-two teams, most of them don't want Jacksons because they run that playbook. They run a pro-style system, an old-school pro style system and it, and it doesn't and he it goes back to the indianapolis colts what i said maybe shane stishkin who came from philadelphia would probably be the good fit for jackson uh and, and, and yeah and throw that in there throw the colts in there mainly what it is is uh does the owner is the owner going to back the head coach and what kind of system is the head coach going to put up around me i don't care about location or nothing right i right. say just give me the give me the system and we'll work with these are all NFL players. You know, the old adage is every team is about that far apart, really, in the NFL. It's not college where you got big gaps between Alabama and Kentucky. Now it's but, the NFL. Very, but, the talent's very close, you know. Remember, and and um and then switching over to coaching and also the 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 way that you know people keep saying, Oh, you're gonna you know, have this quarterback and build him up and all these things and watch him mature. That, this is NFL. Nobody's focused on that because you got to play every single week, man. You know, yeah. and 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 development is a word that gets thrown around, like 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 it's like it's something simple, man. Development is not easy, man. It takes time. It takes money. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Um, and that's why I don't I don't feel like everybody's talking about Richardson, uh, being drafted. Who who in their right mind has a team, right? And a, the the actual management and coaching to develop. An athlete, because he's he's not a quarterback. He's an athlete. Yeah, right? and 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 who wants to be a, who who is a decent quarterback? Who could, he's a crazy good athlete too, who man. Could be, who could become a be, even better quarterback? Who? What team in NFL can grab this guy in the draft and make him, you know, the next Michael Vick, Vick yeah. two point No, none. I don't even you know none. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Richardson, man, I'm telling you, I'm reading a lot of the yeah, – But they uh, all want him. They all want he's him. all over the place. Yeah. Jason McIntyre from Fox Sports thinks he can go number one to what? Carolina because of his talent. Carolina. Not Carolina have been through all that mess. The owner – The owner's the just says money. Bill Belichick can play. I actually brought up – the. I actually bought the Patriots earlier this week that the Patriots claim that they're out on Lamar – and then Asante Samuel said, you don't want to play for the Patriots anyways. He still got a grudge against Bill Belichick. I don't know what that's all about. Because he, 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 he made him just do his job. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to be told what to do and how to do it. Sometimes you just want to go out and do it. They man. got that power running game. I, I do think with Bill O'Brien, uh, I think he'd work there. And, he, and he, he showed some interest. He says, I wouldn't mind doing it. I think he would probably work there. Belichick can flip over his he 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 can flip over his offense on a turn of a dime. Uh, he did make a mistake last year by putting in two defensive guys. But other than that, Belichick usually makes the right call when it comes to what type of personnel he has to develop to that personnel strength. If that makes any sense, I think what he does is that week in and week out he gives the right he puts the people in the right position. And yeah. and um and then he tries a, a push and expand on their on their potential, but again, that meant that mantra: do your job, you know, and you know, look to the guy next to you and tell them to do their job. Um, that for somebody who's expecting, who has high expectations for themselves and thinking about stats, that that that's not going to work. You know, like I got a contract and my contract says that I need to make extra extra amount of catches, extra amount of yards per catch. You know, like my yet yards going to be so and so like I need to make at least two more touchdowns than last. He's like and, and these are all bonuses. That whole mantra goes out the window, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
it's not do your job. It's like, hey, you know, you Mac Jones, you better throw me the ball. <laughs> you know, like that. I got, you know, I got. I got. Pickles says they had the worst. Uh, they 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 were really bad last year. Uh, they're gonna rebound, but they do need another receiver there with with New England. If they're going to go with, if they, but if I'm Lamar, I don't want to go to New England. They don't Mac have Jones. I don't want to go there, and, and they don't have an O line, man. I mean, it's fair. I mean, they ran the ball pretty good last year. He just made a huge, huge mistake putting Patricia in there. That was just Belichick is human. He makes mistakes. You know, he's went forward on fourth down when he shouldn't a couple of times, and uh, you know he's. Uh, Put those two defensive guys in there and a special teams guy, Joe the, Judge, your guy. And they the, put Matt Patricia. That's, there's there's uh, a thing, Robert, though. They're they're trying to keep games under under 14 points. Uh, you know, so they were trying to control. Yeah, they 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 beat your Jets 10 to 3. Yeah. So that's that is they, that is old school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 1986 so football right there. Yeah, they're they were trying to make sure that they can, you know, grind people out of the, you know put him to sleep just by watching yeah, and that's what it is chad that it's the i think they're going to change ownership in washington uh probably in may so that's why they haven't did all those major whatchamacallit yet uh but yeah whatchamacallit the, the only key uh, the key factor there is ron rivera right is ron gonna yeah. be willing to play? is he gonna look at lamar jackson as lamar jackson or is he gonna be like i had a I already had a quarterback before like this and yeah. i don't want to deal with that that's if, if Ron can turn over a new leaf, that team is uh is set up to play better if they had Lamar Jackson because Tyler Haneke is was is an okay athlete, but if you put someone like Lamar with who has better speed yeah. and a stronger arm with with you know, I think they would they would be a better team. Right. And you know, Joe Lombardi, I think he's like a former NFL guy or whatever. Um He's a former coach, you know. I think he was a coach, right? Yeah, he, Joe Lombardi. He coached, the, he coached for the Saints when they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was um Joe Lombardi. He he called out Rivera. He said, Man, what are you talking about with Sam Howe? Man, we got what we need. He's like, Sam Howe was a fifth round pick, and you do got the enemy there. Uh, they could do something with the enemy and Lamar. Uh, I mean, they got listen. a true number one receiver, they've got two running backs there. They got tight end. They got. They need a tight end, but do, do the defense do is there. Somehow, he just don't want that running quarterback for some reason. He he wants. I guess he thinks how you know how was a lot cheaper too. <laughs> yeah, he well, he played for uh, not Purdue, but who did he play for? Um, uh, Carolina. No, somehow, somehow, yeah, Carolina, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, another Carolina quarterback, yo. Y'all need to stop picking these guys from Carolina. Picking a guy from Carolina is like picking a guy from Ohio State. You're just throwing money and hoping something catches it, man. Well, the one coming out of Carolina next year, oh, he's supposed go. to be really good. Here we go. All right. So well, is this kid out, what, uh, so this kid out of Kentucky. Drake May is his name, Chief. So this kid out of Kentucky is going to get a huge contract and show everybody that he – he maybe is an okay yeah, guy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, by the way, and there's some mock drafts that think that Will Levis. Oh, God. Uh, some some people think maybe he could fall out of the first round. He shouldn't He shouldn't be in the first round, but Pickles says. <laughs> That's funny, Pickles. That's funny. We need a techno geek, Pickles. <laughs> okay. All right. So where, where do we go here? Okay, what? What's your thoughts on this guy? A lot of buzz about this Austin Reeves guy. Is he is he like a Jeremy Lin or is he going to be like a James Harden? Um, uh, he, he's really been hot. The Lakers are in it. I'll have to say they're in it. I don't think they'll go very far. How about, how about, how about Austin healthy. Reeves is Austin Reeves? People quit trying to tag some of these guys as former players. You want to crown their rear end, yeah, crown no, their rear no, end. Just let them be, man. This is a new type of generational type they're, of they're the, they're the ninth seed right now. So, like, Austin Reeves is just a guy who had a good game and probably be able to have two or three more good games if, you know, if they give him confidence, you know, like build up his confidence. It did, he had this 25 happened. against Phoenix a couple weeks ago, 35 against the Orlando. This happened with the Knicks. People, oh, quickly in this, and, you know, Mel. Yeah, and, and he, had, he only had 13 against your Knicks, by the way. I mean, come on. I'm like, come on, man. Just let these kids play. Let them become, 
you yeah. know, let them flourish and let them become butterflies and fly on their own. Don't tag these kids, crown them, call them <laughs> baby Jordans. Whatever happened to baby Jordan? We've right, right. Harold Miner couldn't take the weight, man. No, yeah. well, he was a great dunker. Yeah, I, I, here's my take on a guy like Austin Reese for the Lakers. Remember a guy named Pickles? You remember Austin Crozier? Austin, or, oh, my gosh. From the Pacers? Pacers remember how man. that really good playoff run? The headband. Yeah. He had this really great playoff run. Then he gets this big contract the next oh, year. Oh, Jesus. Totally fell flat. You, These guys are – most of these players, other than James Harden – Remember, because I, I say Harden because he was a sixth man at one time. What happened there? They got yeah. After he got that contract, I remember he told the coach, "You can't talk to me. I get paid more." No, <laughs> that dude was cold. And then they were like, "We." And then uh, Larry Bird, yeah. like, we can't have him on the team no more. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's that. I'm starting to get like people like Chris Ma- Chris Maddox is from uh, Robert. Uh, Robert, pause. You you can't talk to me. I make more yeah. money than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris Maddox from SI.com. He thinks the Lakers are going to the finals because of this guy's play. And I'm like, come on, man. He's just on, he's in man. a right spot. He's playing a good role right yeah. now. And they do play good at times, but you have to finish games and you have to be healthy, you know. And Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. And you know, LeBron's 38 years old. Hey, How remember, long is he going to stay healthy? You remember growing up, being on the team? This ain't a track meet. It's a marathon. <laughs> All right, Ice Cube. That you was on that? an Ice you Cube remember, song. You remember, you remember that? Yeah. Your coach would be like, hey, hey, there's no I team. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. But Austin Crozier, you I, you remember that guy? Oh yeah, he was, man. He was had this great playoff run with in, in the early two thousands. He's the Knicks. They beat the Knicks, and and he he didn't do nothing afterwards. So it's you can't make us a, a five or six guy, a number one or number two. They don't jump like most of the time. That don't work. You have to keep these players in their role. You know, um, well there was one guy who did it awesome. Um, and in Jeremy Lamb was great for about three weeks. In no, February. no, he was he was a he was a Nick too, but he was in a Nick for a whole season uh, for two seasons. Um, what was that guy's name? Um, Jamal Crawford. Yeah. Whoa, what a player, man! But he was a flash in a pan. But he was good off the bench, though. There you go. I was like, don't make it. You know, one through six, uh, <laughs> seven through ten. That's your man, right? You know what I'm saying? You know what the I'm next, saying? Yeah. Because he, he was, you know, he when she came out the bench, he played that full third quarter. Nichols remembers Lynn Sanity. Um, I, I think the, the, when during that time I was playing fantasy basketball, my dad, where we would we would uh, put these uh, teams together, and you had to keep the whole team for a week. It was like uh, a salary cap league. And oh, Lynn God. Sanity, him and Carmelo. And remember, Carmelo was getting jealous. This guy had three weeks. And then he gets this big contract because it was in New York. He thinks he had – I think he had 30 points. But then when Dwayne Wade and LeBron and the Heat put the defense on him, he looked like Joe Average, you know. He, he went – it's like it uh, Cinderella uh, turned midnight for Lynn Sanity. But he no, made his money, though. Yeah, no, you know, he had opportunities uh, on Golden State. Uh, he played in Asia. Uh, but, look, had the, the Knicks not had – Yeah, that was head-to-head, Pickles. <laughs> had they not had yeah. Carmelo Anthony, that that team probably would have went further because they would have had three or four players on that roster instead of just one guy. So, yeah, that was the biggest hit. But I, that that's kind of what I'm thinking about this guy, uh, Reeves. Reeves. Now, I mean, he's a good story. I mean, he's an undrafted guy out of Iowa. You know, no, no, no. Okay, so some of these guys are not bad players. They just, but get again, give them the opportunity. And let them play, but even if they play good games, don't mean you got to sign them. Like um, what Philadelphia did with uh, when they when they signed what's his name? Um, I can't remember his name now. That Robert, he, what you call it? Well, well, they already oh, had Harris, Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris, yeah. Like they Harris have, is still not lived up to that contract. I don't know what to say. But about they had that. a guy off the bench. Uh, Robert something. I can't remember his name. I thought he was blossoming into a star, but when they started giving him more minutes, 
that's my thing with the people like Russell Westbrook. You got to keep Westbrook. Now, Westbrook, they had a big game the other day. They end up beating. I thought Memphis was flat. I don't know what Memphis was thinking. You know, you know, you know who else was good playing like that coming off the bench? Jefferson, who plays San Antonio, played for the Nets, who's commentating now. Robert Ory. Robert Ory, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can make Robert Ory a starter. Don't start him. You mean R- Richard Jefferson? Richard Jefferson, yeah. Juice with the Nets? Yeah. He was great off the bench. Yeah, man. Bill Walton thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. No, but he – But know, he also he, loved that little shrimp. I mean, come on, Bill. No, but he good, – good Arizona player, good um, – <laughs> he came from good cachet. Jefferson, listen, Jefferson was – Richard uh, Jefferson. I could still hear his voice in my head. What, what that was when I lived what, up there, yeah. One through five in his younger years. Yeah, one through five, maybe when he was young. But when you yeah. when he was seven to ten, bro, you if you had to play him and when he was in San Antonio and stuff like that, oh man, I would I don't Pickles said that was a back set. Thank you, Pickles. I figured Memphis is gonna be okay. Yeah, and plus but other news, Andrew Wiggins, guys. Uh, supposedly he's going to be back with Golden State. A lot of people starting to jump on that bandwagon. I'm not one of those people. Steph Curry just turned 35, by the way. He's 35? Yeah. He still looks like he's 15. He still looks 15. He still gets carded, man. He got the hotel bar. But he only <laughs> he only orders milkshakes anyways. But... <laughs> 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 yo, Robert, you 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 say funny stuff, but that's I, I got, I got jokes, man. In a while. Yo, but they're six C, man. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, did, oh, I just think Golden State is just. I think they're just a year too late. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yo, you make a T-shirt. I'll see you at the milk, milk bar, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey D. <laughs> My dad used to say that about certain race car drivers, guys. That you know, the real straight lace, you know, milkshake drinkers, and he would talk about people like Jeff Gordon and stuff. It's crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff Gordon looked like he was 15 for like 30 years. <laughs> that Steph Curry does. He looks really young, man. Yeah, not, um, not, I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, bang on him, man. He's oh, I love Curry, but I just think that team is—they're still really bad on the road. He's our generational player, right? He's one of the best players in our generation. Yeah. Um, to say that I still like the '90s guys. You know, isn't he part of the? Well, he's a late '90s. No, 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 no. He's a 2000 guy. Yeah, I like the '90s players better than early 2000s. You know what I like about Curry was that he was the smallest person on the Davidson team. That made the that mattered the most. Yeah, he was like he was really versus, skinny there. Yeah, he was David versus Goliath, and they're like, "Oh, Davidson doesn't have a chance." And then you just see him, yo, going up for layups, and he was two, from thirty feet out there. Yeah, and then he was shooting from all over the place, and they'd be down by five, but then they're yeah. not. That was crazy. It was just crazy to watch that. If you guys ever get an opportunity to watch an NCAA championship game, um, uh. You gotta watch. Well, they got to the Sweet Sixteen that year. I I was watching it with my dad. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, yeah. So they got the ninth seed. Uh, The Lakers got the ninth seed. Uh, Golden State's at that six now. They're only one game from the five. But hey, Durant is back since the last time we. He's officially back. He's back. He got. He got. You know, people were cheering for him. He didn't do as great as he wanted to, but he's. You know, I feel like they're playing him still recovering. That's going to take him some time. With Durant, you, you have to be careful because the Nets did this too. Like, yeah. he had one injury, took a long time to come back, but then he got a different injury, and that injury actually affected him worse. Uh, and then he tried to play through that, and, and and you know, there was games that mattered where he he, he didn't matter. Um, and yeah. um, unfortunately, Durant is one of those guys that he's – you give him the ball and he's, you know, he's going to make things happen, but – not if he's injured like that. So yeah, um, his recuperation and to put it. Yeah, I wouldn't press. They, they, I think they'll hold on to that four seed. I mean, that. I mean, it's it's a one game difference between them and the Clippers. Clippers don't have Paul George, uh, but they they play. They're playing decent. They're playing decent right now. Uh, hey, Paul George. <sighs> he's a great defender, man. Yeah, I mean that's. But they did win last night and. I, I think you still I think got quite be okay without Paul George, um, because it gives a team 
an opportunity to 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 play with the younger guys that have a lot of speed. Because yeah. when he, when George was there, he, the game wasn't as fast as it is for them right now. And I don't know if you know, but uh, Leonard he he plays better when the ball's moving faster. Yeah. Quite like he, I think he plays better. Well, he can't uh, even, play too fast. He's got that knee problem. So well, I'm sa- what I'm saying is, even when in Toronto, whenever Van Fleet was hurt or somebody was hurt, that was in the uh, the two guard or yeah, or they were pushing the ball. If somebody was hurt, then Leonard a struggle because slowing down the game takes away his ability to crash to go in and out and crash the board because everything's set up and everything's running through him. So, but when you when he's running. People don't know whether he's going to crash, whether he's going to go be under the goal or, you know, they don't know what to do, whether he's going to shoot. So that gives, so he knows that and that gives him a better opportunity. So when, when the guys, the fast guys are on the court, they're actually going to, Leonard actually plays a better game. He did. Well, he played great with San Antonio back then. And they played a high tempo. Let's switch it to the, to the, uh, to, uh, to, to that hat you got on brother. Oh, we're going to talk MLB. MLB. Now, who do you like in a final four? I actually think the I know that Verlander is already injured, but and I said I said that would happen, right? Remember I said I was like, yeah, you did say that. You did say that. Yeah, but I I think it's more precautionary. They won yesterday, anyways. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, so I think they're going to be in the final four with Atlanta, Houston, and Toronto. Toronto, you know, I didn't know. I forgot Toronto won ninety two games last year. You so so did the Blue Jays. Think about that. <laughs> funny guy. Funny guy. I mean, like, um, so yeah, Keith and I yeah. talked about that this morning about maybe even uh maybe by Memorial Day they might have a new a new manager. Who knows? <laughs> he's, a, he's sitting there as a bench coach. They're you know? young, they're hungry. Yeah, man. Um, so uh, but I, no, I think it's gonna be Houston and Mets and then Mets over Houston. I'm guessing. I'm just now I'm looking at it from afar, dude. Uh, what do you think about the uh, MLB this year? Uh, who, who's in your final four? So I'm, I'm, I don't want to sound like a homer, but that I am picking the Mets um, because I like the, the the fact that they're forced to use their youth players. And yeah. The youth players that they do have are complementary and they have better cohesion uh, than half the other teams with their minor leagues. Um, so the the most important thing for the, the Mets is that the young guys that come in. Uh, to replace uh, uh, Edwin Diaz uh, for his entry, um, yeah. like Peterson and McGill, like they, they've been playing for the last three or four seasons uh, on and off. It's, it's time for them to show up or sh- get shipped out. So, um, and and it's not that they're, uh, I mentioned this earlier today too, it's not that they're bad. It's just that, you know, if you can't hang, you got to go. And you you can't take up a roster spot where there's somebody in the, in, in the wing waiting to to move up. Especially in New York, um, because it's so much pressure. So, like, uh, consistency means a lot, and those guys are inconsistent, which is which is a reason why they're you know they've been up and down. Um, so, you know, just and, the, and for a couple of those guys, it's just been the injuries that they've attained, and then you know yeah. they're they're getting older, they're starting to grow up, and trying to get even Verlander. He said he wanted to be precautionary for the long haul. Yeah. But um, yeah. the Mets have a couple guys that like um, they got Cookie and they have um, even they have a guy in the minors right now who's coming back from a surgery last year who played for the Padres, uh, Lucchese. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he didn't get a chance to play last year, but he, he was. They were thinking about putting him in the playoffs, but he, he he's actually one of those guys too that has um, a older guy that has potential to try to kind of just keep the team going. So I, I feel like the Mets have, like you said, the, there's a lot. They're very deep. So I believe that we'll see the Mets play the Padres and the Braves play the Dodgers. Okay. And I believe that the Mets will beat the Padres and the Dodgers might meet the Braves. But either though, I think either. And you the think Mets, the Mets will end up getting to the World Series? Yeah, they'll they'll come down to the NL with either playing the the, the Braves or the Dodgers, and then um. On the flip, I don't think the Yankees – I think the Yankees are still going to do the same thing. They're going to be in the first round and maybe get hit up the side by by the Astros. I think they'll have to probably play the Astros the way that's all set up. And then um, 
you know, I, I'm hope I'm hoping the team like the Twins pick pick up the slack, right? But yeah, I think Toronto might be in the mix as well. So yeah, they're young and hungry, man. Yeah. So I, one they of the teams I up. one of the teams I feel bad for, and, and they haven't done much for themselves with with the players that they contracted or they even their losses. The Boston Red Sox. Um, I felt like they had an opportunity to make a few moves, but they just kind of held on their own and stuck to the guns and didn't make the moves they should have made and. Now this team is going to suffer for the next two or three years. I think it's going to be um, mm. very difficult for them to be. Oh, I hate to hear that. Team. I've always liked the Red Sox. Yeah, I know. It's a, and then you know, and it's being here in New York, and the, also a Yankees fan, and like trying and seeing that matchup, you know, you're like, all right, it's going to be it's good. Fun. But, it was a fun yeah, matchup. But now, now I don't know, man. And I and Boston fans, be careful, man. Uh, so who's coming out of the American League? Yeah, Houston. I have Houston and um, I mean they just keep they keep that team together in Houston, man. What what can you say? Their bullpen's great. The so <laughs> the thing is that they're young, they keep getting younger too. And yeah. um once they found that missing piece for replacing Carlos Correa, yeah, uh, that cat, you know, like that just goes to show that they're doing a good job recruiting and, and their minor league system keeps putting out players, man. And uh, again, um the, the Astros did lose a couple players. Uh, as well, so Guriel went to went to a different team, and they got you know. So they've been able to mix match and, and move 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 up and away from the contracts that they that they've been heavy on them too. So you know they've been yeah. pretty smart. Look, they got rid of Garrett Cole, right? They sent them yeah. they sent him packing to New York. Did that affect them? No, not at all. So uh, you know, Astros they 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 make moves, and 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 you know, and they they got rid of Verlander. They got smoked opening day. Well, that you got 161 more to go, Pickles. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. You know, it's going to be a great season. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about what our picks are. They'll change tomorrow, man. What so. about the shift? Do you think – I think somebody was going to figure out a way to hit 400 in the next two years because of this. Uh, you cannot shift uh, outside of the dirt or the infield right. now. Right. So if you're, And if I you're, saw a lot of blue flies the other day. Yeah, so Thursday. you're – if you're an infielder, you cannot pass the dirt. Right. Right. But so what they've been trying to do is some of these outfielders have been doing the, the two outfielders, you know, patrolling the, the area. And um, you know what? I, I just I think that the people who are going to suffer the most from the shift are going to be the pitchers because they're going to have to learn how to really pitch, not yes. just pitch for grounders, but pitch, you know, to for strikeouts because um, you can hit – uh, if you're a good hitter or a decent hitter, you yeah. you can get you can get some bloopers in there and you can make some damage. You can turn right, and then they increase the the base sizes too. So yeah. your your double can almost turn into a triple if you're fast enough. And the steals have picked up in, in spring training. I read those stats. Yeah. So and there were some big steals on opening day too, by the way. And but I was I was telling Keith uh, this morning on TDI, yeah. Um, and um, are you serious? The show that we do that um. Yeah. This the the sizes of the bases actually is is helps out the players who are older and who are heavier, right? Because <laughs> you don't you don't have to you know you can still shuffle and and you you could probably make a double, you know mm-hmm. now if you put some effort into it instead of just being like I'm gonna stay here on this sing, on this base as a single, you know. Yeah. If you if you're one of those guys that's in between, uh, weight, you know between the I'd say about the 180 to the 220, you know, and and you're getting older, you know, you want to think about how you're running. And I think these guys who are athletic and older and are in between that weight, they can, you know, they don't have to shuffle. They can, they yeah. can make that run. And, well, and do you not up. think it? You don't? Do you think anybody will hit 400? Do you think it's going to be? That's a little overstated. I, I think, um. It's it's gonna be good for baseball to see guys try to be at four hundred, yeah, you know, uh, and try for it. Um, now, if, yeah. if if there's enough guys who change their mentalities and want to, you know, hit just hit the ball instead of just hit home runs, that's yeah. when we'll we'll see more four hundred. But if we see guys just trying just trying to hit home runs, um, that's not gonna change. So I yeah. give it, I'm gonna give it like two or three seasons until you see. Hitters just learn to hit the ball for, for you know, for bases instead of just trying to make home runs. Yeah, um, Pickle says pinch runners. Uh, Corey Siegler, uh, MLB Network, and what I'm reading online, they said they're saying that 
it, it, this guy could really capitalize the most. He's a hitter for a player for uh, Texas Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers. He came from the Dodgers. Yeah. Had a few. Yeah, um, and supposedly it's supposed to help him. Somebody went five for five on the opening day. Uh, some guy for the Royals or Orioles, excuse me, but the, oh, Baltimore. You know what? It's if you're a slap hitter, if you're one of those guys. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Slap hitter. Yeah, if you're twenty win, we're the same age. He hit three ninety four, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, and, and you look he at hit four twenty five nowadays. Hey, um, Robert, don't worry about what he hit. Look how many strikeouts he had. Yeah, and it was like one of the lowest in the major league baseball. Like, and he was a big guy. Yeah, so he like, wasn't the fa- he wasn't fast like Ricky Henderson. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna find the stat for you. I'm gonna send it to you. I can't remember what it is, but I I do remember that the year one of the best years that Tony Gwynn had hitting, which was right before Sheffield, because they had Sheffield oh, in the lineup. Yeah. Right Sheffield he played got, on that team, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Right before he got, tra- uh, right before he left, the year before he left, Tony Gwynn had like one of the least strikeouts in the Major League Baseballs. Right. Boy, I know. He, I, I looked the stat up. I had this stat here somewhere. He hit three ninety four, and I think it was in ninety four. Three ninety four, nineteen ninety four. Tony Gwynn. Uh, San Diego Padres, man. How many strikeouts did he have? Let me look at his SOs. Uh, they got SB. They do have SO. Hold on, let me see. It's kind of small here, folks. You had to bear with me. You got players like Rod Carew, Ty Cobb in here. Players that's hit 400 or just led the league in average is basically what this is. His strikeouts were so low. It was like 19, man. <laughs> I mean, that's 162 games. That's pretty good. Let's see how many games he played. I'm pretty good. What... Pretty good. This guy was. Oh, uh, wait. Let me let me look at what games he played. He's very, uh, he played 110 games that year. Think about that. 110 games. He had 19 strikeouts. I mean, that is called contact hitter. And, well, here's the thing. They, that's they, a steroid error in 94. Then they, they also, they sometimes the they walked. Are doing it. Sometimes they walked him. Yo, he would. He would be in the count. His average count per per hitting was eight balls, eight to ten balls. His average, like they would pitch him eight, like eight. It's crazy. He would just yeah. You know he wasn't doing steroids. He was kind of a chunky guy. Uh, He was like no matter much dip. (laughs) Yeah, no matter what. I think I think he got cancer. Yeah, he had cancer. Yeah, but uh, hey, man, I I think that'll. I think the next two years, either this year or next year. We'll be talking. We'll be chasing somebody. Somebody's gonna. I don't know if some anybody's gonna hit that. Uh, who had that fifty-six game hitting streak? Pickles was it DiMaggio? Um, 56. I mean, it's before our time. Pickles may know, but Gary. Uh, I don't know. Somebody may challenge that hitting streak, but I don't know. that That's probably a lot. The, I think the most I've seen was 38 in our lifetime. Yeah, and I, I said, like, even Aaron Judge, who has a new contract, I was like, you know, don't – if he – nine pitches, look at that. Pickles, who, who, uh, who's who got that 56-game hitting streak? I, I don't know who – I don't know why it's not coming up to me. Yeah, that, well, that's the longest. It's 56 games. That's a third of the season. I think a, a win for Judge, even with the new contract, as long as he gets to play like most of the season, that's going to be a win. Oh, it was DiMaggio. Okay, DiMaggio. Yeah. it was DiMaggio. Yeah, I know. I knew it was a game. Judge, he reminds me of, of Frank Thomas. That's why I think that if he wanted to hit for average, he might hit four hundred. Pete uh, Pickle says Pete Rose had forty six. I mean, he still got over three thousand. So it's going to be a fun season, man. I'm trying to watch as much as I can. I'm reprogramming myself. To watch baseball, I'm trying to go back to my years when we were at Austin P. When I was keeping up with the Red Sox, hoping they'd beat the Yankees. Yeah, those were glory days back down oh three, brother. Plays like Mo Vaughn. I think we were talking about that on the on the UC. Like no, like Mo Vaughn and no more Garcia Parra. Oh, yeah. Well, Mo Vaughn, Mo Vaughn, yeah. Remember the guy with the long hair? I forgot his name. Uh, uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, Damon. Damn you're like, yeah, yeah. Man, you're gonna beat the Yankees. I'm like, yo, you're full of yourself. <laughs> or Big Poppy was my guy, though. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, man, appreciate you. Uh, anything you need to plug? 
No, man, just wrap it up. Are you serious? Uh, eight, eight, is it still 8 p.m. Eastern time, right? Yeah, guys, you, yeah, you can catch me every every morning at 8 and every night at 8. Um, I'm here with Robert on 8, and then uh, in the morning I'm at TGI. <laughs> 8 and 8. 8 and 8. <laughs> Hey, I might hey. put that on the shirt. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'm I'm on with with, with them at TGI Sports, uh, 8 a.m. P, uh, Eastern, and then uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm here with Robert. So like, um, I, I'm I got a few projects I'm working. I'm trying to get everything out, but it's uh, it's been a great haul because I've I've been helping the kids out here in right. my local area, uh, doing things for them. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna start doing stuff for myself soon here in a minute. So, all right. Appreciate you coming on as always. Yeah, man. Says 78. Pete mm. Rose at 44 game hit. Pete Rose is a great, it's a great book, by the way. He wrote, man. He's an um, interesting guy. I know he had his problems, but um, uh, he said the problem, the problem with Pete Rose is that he always has problems. <laughs> That's the problem with Pete Rose. I love to get Pete Rose on here. Oh but he probably wouldn't come. Oh, he'd probably be on the show, but you gotta have to edit like 90% of it. <laughs> and, and it won't even be because he'd be cursing it'd just be because he'd be vocal, you know <laughs> he'd just yeah. be vocalizing his thoughts yeah yeah he, he told um i'll tell you this and i get off her he told uh what's that guy's name uh reggie jackson he said man he said man i'm getting shorter i'm getting shorter and he told reggie jackson he said you keep getting shorter i'm gonna put you on the ponies man <laughs> Oh, oh, because Jackson stood up to Aaron. Uh, Ju- you know, Judge is huge, man. Yeah, man. He's short to Aaron Judge. So, anyways, I thought that was hilarious. You know, the people that follow Pete knows he's a big gambling guy. He loves horse racing. <laughs> you know, yeah, those I mean, guys are pretty small. You know, I got a horse track race. I got, I got a racetrack horse, like right, like a racetrack for horses and all. Like down the street, right next to the new stadium they built, the new arena they built. Oh, really? Like an aqueduct or something? Yeah, the aqueduct. I'm about nice. Belmont. I'm about Belmont here in Queens, man. You need to come up here and visit, bro. Yeah, I might check it out. You know, I, I, I did security at Belmont. Yeah. In in old two, Smarty Jones, man, came close. <laughs> Yo, I remember Smarty Jones. Yo, listen, I was doing around. security there. Come come up here and you know visit. And I got some tickets for you, man. You want? Yeah, come hey, I'd love to go to Belmont. Love Bell. I've been there. It's huge. It's, uh, Belmont in Elkmont. You didn't know I knew that, did you? Elkmont, New York. Hey, man, thanks again. Thank you. I stay on this side of BQE just to be cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, buddy. Have a good one, man. See you, man. Happy Friday, guys. <laughs>